I'm Mikey G, and it's Thursday, October 5th. Tesla and the Nuevo Leon state government in Mexico are still negotiating to deploy infrastructure at the Gigafactory Mexico site, which could possibly explain the holdup in starting construction. Tesla finally announced Gigafactory Mexico during their investor day all the way back in March. However, that groundbreaking has yet to come. Last month, we got some indications from sources in the supply chain that we shouldn't hold our breath for the project to move at the pace that Tesla had first expected. And now, the Nuevo Leon governor, Samuel Garcia, gives some more details. The governor disclosed that Tesla has asked the government to deploy energy, water, road, and rail infrastructure at the site. Now, according to government officials, they are still in the early stages of the infrastructure part of the project. And if indeed that's the case, it seems that this is much slower than we had originally hoped. Tesla had once said that they hoped to get the factory up and running by the end of the year. That time frame is definitely out the window. Tesla has started to hire for a lot of positions meant to deploy volume production lines at the Gigafactory Nevada site for Tesla semi-production. Tesla has listed 10 jobs related to building and designing a high-volume semi-production line at the plant over the last few days. Tesla writes in the job description for the senior architect role, quote, In this role, you will be asked to be the technical project architect for the design and engineering efforts to support construction projects from concept to start of production. Now, since this and many of the other roles are designed for designing the line itself, the actual hiring for the labor and robot jobs will come later. This tells us that volume production for the semi is still a little bit of ways. General Motors is gearing up to re-enter the European market with a new electric vehicle offensive. General Motors has mostly been absent in the region over the last few years after importing just a handful of vehicles. After selling their Opel and Vauxhall brands in 2017 due to piling losses, General Motors left the high-volume market. But now to spearhead the re-entrance campaign, General Motors announced on Thursday it is taking orders for the Cadillac Lyric in Switzerland. The luxury brand will launch electric models also in Sweden, France, and three other European countries over the next two years. General Motors is gearing up to give the region another chance as inflation and a gloomy economic outlook are pressuring domestic makers. With the European market up for grabs as the transition to the electric era continues, GM looks to regain their position. A fair amount of news from Rivian today. Their stock is plummeting after revealing plans to issue $1.5 billion in convertible debt. In connection with the offering, Rivian also released preliminary third quarter revenue. The fundraising comes one day after the CEO told CNBC's Squawk Box that Rivian was focused on deploying capital efficiently and is, quote, very comfortable with the fact that we've maintained a strong balance sheet. Now, the CEO avoided the question as to whether Rivian would need to raise funds before introducing the next generation of products, and now we know why. The convertible debt could dilute shareholders. However, the silver lining is in the preliminary quarterly results. Rivian indicated between $1.29 billion and $1.33 billion in revenue. These results align with the Wall Street consensus of around $1.3 billion. We'll wait for the more detailed results in their quarterly report to give you more information. But aside from that, Rivian has also rolled out new features with their latest software update to their trucks and SUVs. It includes a redesigned drive mode app, a new gauge view to provide real-time visualization of battery information like temperature, motor temperature, tire pressure, and more advanced towing options. 
They've added up to three different trailer profiles for reoccurring trips with enhanced range estimates while towing. And in the last bit of Rivian news today, the first customers are receiving their Rivian R1T electric pickups with the Max Pack battery offering with up to 410 miles of range. This means it has the title of the longest range electric pickup currently available. The SUV versions will have their option coming this fall. The Mercedes-Benz e-Actro 600 electric truck drove more than 1,000 kilometers through the Alps with only one charging stop. Mercedes says that the successful run happened because of a combination of, quote, efficient drive, high battery capacity, and high performance recuperation. Now, unlike the test that was recently done with the Tesla Semi, this time we know how much weight the Mercedes was towing. They loaded the prototype with 40 tons of weight and then drove it from Stuttgart, Germany to Bonzalo, Italy. Karma Automotive is looking to claw itself back from irrelevance. Karma Automotive is now a Chinese-owned automaker based out of Orange County, California, whose roots date back to another early EV innovator, Mr. Fisker, Henrik Fisker himself. In February of 2014, the Chinese auto parts supplier Wuxiang Group purchased the remaining assets of Fisker Automotive after it had filed for bankruptcy, deriving its variant brand name from the Fisker model that it had acquired, the Karma. Now, through twists and turns, Karma has yet to deliver a passenger electric vehicle, as was their original intent. Now, according to Karma Automotive today, its current president, Marcus McCammon, has been quite busy since he took over the role. And on November 11th, Karma intends to share new details of its EV lineup at the Wynn Concourse in Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, the automaker says that the public will learn more about their lineup of electric vehicles, including a sports tourer and a super coupe. We can't wait to see it. Hyundai has confirmed a move to the NACS connector for the American market. Now, like everyone else, they will offer an adapter until 2025 when their vehicles will have a port from a factory part. Now, what remains to be seen is whether or not Tesla will allow 800-volt vehicles to charge at the higher speeds. Hyundai's vehicles are built at a higher voltage architecture to allow for faster charging, and that's faster than what currently is on offer from Tesla in the 400-volt range. Now, yes, Tesla could just throw a ton of amps to compensate for it, but that's more of a discussion than we have time to get into right now. Speaking of not having time, let's take some time on the community comment. All of you guys took guesses as to my favorite band, and the truth is that I enjoy most of the classic rock roster, as it became an indelible part of my cultural imprint at a critical age. I purposefully left my hints vague, and most of all the guesses that you had posited fit the wide description. So don't feel too bad if it's not your pick. The band that hailed from the UK, played through many decades, their brand had transcended music itself, and I believe they're misunderstood and still overrated for the wrong reasons. Yep, my favorite band is Pink Floyd. On account of their early history and truly unmelodic experimental days, Many people still associate the band with controlled substances, but for me, I remember it like it was yesterday. A friend of mine gave me Dark Side, and I put it on the turntable, expecting a humorous and lighthearted trip. I was quite surprised. From the first note, I was captivated with the combination of delicacy, space between the notes, and the introspection and vulnerability of the lyrics. I remember when the first side ended, I sat there silent and thinking, something I had avoided at all costs up to that point in my life. 
and by the end of side two, I felt a sense of futility and surrender. Sometime after that, I got into the rest of their discography and found it to uncover different feelings within myself, especially revisiting them as I have aged. Overall, I would not describe their music as head boppers or energetic, but instead presenting the listener with an uncomfortable feeling of a question that is yet unanswered. There are a lot of other album-oriented artists that evoke some kind of deep feeling, but I haven't found a band or artist that has done it with the same kind of consistency and can also orchestrate and play the tracks with the same regularity. You can let me know what you think in the comments below. I'd love to hear your suggestions on tracks or albums of similar nature. I can't promise that I'll come back to this topic again in the next comment section, but on Saturday's Quick Charge, I can promise that I'll listen to your suggestions as I make the script. Thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.